You're listening to an XM Productions podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Mood D&D. It's me, your humble dungeon master, Reese Amstutz, uh, picking up where we last left off. The party was in that one room within the temple with the statue of an old man with his hands held outright, and they found in the center of each of his palms small holes, and around each hole was written in draconic the phrase, bring an offering of the arcane. And so right now they've tried a couple things, and we're going to pick up right there as they're continuing to try and figure this out. Okay. Ima, could you um, pick me up so that I can inspect the con- corners of the other of the other door? Yeah. All right. Um, because you don't know Draconic, uh, here's what I'm going to have you do. <laughs> is I'm going to have you roll just a straight Arcana check to see if you can piece together. If you were a wizard, this would be probably easier for you because you would have studied the lore of Arcane and a lot of Arcane things began with Draconic. 17. Okay, so with the 17, you pick up basically what has already been discovered from Ima and Audra inspecting things is the activation is still at the palm in the statue. Okay, but there's nothing that I can, like, take out? No. It is it is runic inscription in Draconic in the wall. Like, okay. scratched into the wall. Okay. You know, just based off of your basic knowledge of magic, you took a dagger and started chipping away at that, you could break the magic. Like, anything that changes its current state physically would interrupt whatever flow of magic is naturally occurring. Okay. But that, it, at least to my knowledge, would not open the door. No. Okay. No. Okay. There's um, something beyond that that you have to do. Okay. Ima, you can put me down. I drop him. <laughs> I just land. Like, Acrobatics. Okay. Because <laughs> he's holding you over his head, so you're like 15 feet in the air. 14. 14. You, you have to do like a superhero landing in order to make sure that all of that momentum is absorbed and dispersed. You can't just land on your two feet like you did last time, but it does work. Okay. Um, sorry, do you want to do something? Okay. I do have an idea. It's okay. kind of dumb, but I want to try. Okay. So, um, just want to check something with you. So, I have Earth Tremor. Yes. And, um, it says that you I can cause a tremor in the ground within range. What ability is this? Earth Tremor. What level spell? First level. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, what I'm thinking, um, I want to... I want to lay down on my back, put my feet on the wall, like on the door, and cast Earth Tremor and try to like break it down because it's like a foot. It's like a foot thick. Okay, I'm gonna read the description of this Wait, spell. The like, one that's here. working or the one that's not working? The left one. Okay, the one that's not working. Yeah, let's <laughs> pull it up. Earth Tremor. <clears throat> Cause a tremor in the ground within range. Each creature dex save failed save one d six bludgeon damage not prone. Okay. And you're you're basically you're putting your feet up against the the wall or hands if I can do my hands, but it's theoretically the ground, so I would have to be standing on it. So I'm like, I'm, but if if it's okay, I can just put my like, okay palms on um, it. Let's see what the range of that is. It's five feet. Okay, and you're targeting basically. Sorry, it's ten feet uh, and a five foot five diameter. Foot, five foot diameter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where are you guys when he does this? 
I'm going to be back at the statue. Because, okay. yeah, uh, he's where the light. I just went to where the light is because I. Back at the statue. Learn the hard way. All right. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw against your own spell save DC because you oh, target no. the ground, not whatever your feet are against. Um, and so. Uh, yeah, charisma plus proficiency plus eight. Plus eight or ten? No, eight. Are you sure? Then yes. that will be a 13. I'm, yeah, I know. I'm absolutely sure. What was it again? A dexterity saving throw? Dex save, yeah. That'll be a six. Okay. <laughs> so here's the thing with uh, the spell Earth Tremors. It says you cause a tremor in the ground, not in the space where your That's feet what are I was located. About. You didn't ask. You were just like, I'm going to do this. No, I, I asked if it would work that way. Someone's not listening to me. I didn't hear you ask. I heard you say, I'm going to do this to see if it works. Would you like to take I'll I'll allow you to take it back if I misheard you. No, no, no. Like, I was kind of asking if it would work that way. Okay. If I, like, put my hands or feet on it and try to, like, grab, cast it Okay, there. so I will then re-explain. You cause a tremor in the ground. Okay. So if you put your feet up against a wall, that's not the ground. It's still the ground. So what you would have ended up targeting if you had done that... Myself. ...is, well, the exact space at the bottom of your foot right beneath the door. Mm -hmm. And then yourself as well. Now, if you back up and cast it underneath the door, you could still do that. But mm. it would not tremor the door. It would tremor the ground beneath the door. Yeah, but that, that doesn't really help us. No, probably yeah. not. You don't was, know exactly. Yeah, I was basically trying to like break down the door or at yeah. least damage it enough so that Emo would be able to punch through it. Yeah. I'm yeah. not very I mean, that, strong. That could, that could um, put a hole in the door, but you're not sure. Yeah. And I don't know if I want to extend yeah. another spell slot. Yeah, we will say you did not spend the Earth Tremor spell slide. Okay. You can have that back. I wasn't. Thank you. Yeah, I I'm thought sorry. you. Were, I thought you just said I'm going to try this. I was like, oh, yeah. okay, no, no, sure, no, no, fine. No. <laughs> so, what do you guys want to do? I would like to cast firebolts <laughs> at the opening in the hand. Okay. Aww. All right. Make a spell attack roll. I am far away from the statue. <laughs> I'm not. That's a nine, not a six. Hang on. 14. Okay, so with a 14, it does make contact with the hand. And you see it hit the hand. And what normally would destroy the hand, you see those runes around it light up again red. Or not red, they light up white. And then the energy shrinks into a moat. And then there is the ring flashes red three times again. You think that it is insufficient to meet the purposes of what of the energy needed to actually open or activate this. So I think I need more force energy magic. Yes. Force energy. Force energy. <laughs> more force energy <laughs> magic. Um, <laughs> if no one does anything, I'm oh, a oh. little... Emma, that was a good attempt, but we got three more red lights. I could try more fire. I I kind of walk over to them. Okay. Um, who of us got the the, the herbs? Um, Rashik has or not Rashik okay. Adra. Adra. I just kind of extend my hand to you and I say, Adra, could I have one of the herbs? No. But they're for healing. Can I have one of them? I'm kind of impatiently looking. Um. I 
hand you, I begrudgingly pull out an herb and I give it to you with both my hands, one on top of yours, one underneath. And then I try and slide a ring away. Okay. Whilst giving you the herb. Here's what I need. I need a perception check from you because you said you were skeptical. Would that be, uh, first of all, she's trying to grab my hand theoretically. Wouldn't that be against my AC? No, because you were already asking her to hand you something. Mm-hmm. But and so, she's kind of very suspiciously trying to touch me with two hands. That's weird. Is it weird? Mm. Maybe it's how we lizard folk hand things to people. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm going to say it's not an attack roll. Okay. I will say it is a perception check on your behalf, a stealth check on your behalf, and then a sleight of hand against his perception. Same situation as last time. Oh, that would be a 13. Okay. And then sleight of hand? No, no, no. You are sleight of hand and stealth. Uh, Just give me your lowest because it should be about the same modifier. And 10. And the other one was, you said sleight of hand and stealth? Yes. So it's 10 with sleight of hand and then 12 with stealth. Okay. She does not beat either. Like, she doesn't beat you at all. You know exactly what she's going for. You can see it in the moment and you have the ability to catch her and stop her. Um... I let her take it. Okay. Okay. Uh, you now have one of the herbs, and you now have another. Uh, we'll say this one's 15 gold piece ring. <clears throat> and I kind of walk away from her. Um, how big are the herbs? Uh, like I said, it's about, it's like a four inch wide leaf sort of situation. Mm-hmm. And then it's uh, six inches long, something okay. like that. Can I just try to like, without damaging it too much, just kind of fold it up and like, Put it in the hand. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh yeah, the hand is super big, right? Yeah, so I can you don't even need to fold there. it up. You yeah. can just so place it in there. And as you reach out to place the leaf in there, uh, the ring begins to glow white, and you can see it sort of like circle up, and then circle back down. Okay. There does not seem to be enough arcane energy within the leaf itself uh, to even get it to the point of considering accepting okay. the leaf. What if I put my own hand in there? Your own hand? Yes. Okay. Uh, Same sort of situation. Okay. You being a tiefling, you have some inherently uh, magic, uh, just some inherent magic within your blood, um, but that does not appear to be enough to activate this. What if I go up, stick at least part of my hand, I would assume would fit. The circle gets closer, like three quarters of the way, but still once again goes back to the bottom. You inherently are magical, um, but your presence is not an offering. You're not giving up something of yourself, okay. uh, of sufficient uh, uh, energy, arcane, arcane. Like it ba- it's not acting as enough of an arcane battery to actually activate this okay. thing. Um, can I try one more thing? Yeah. Um, I make a magic hand, mage hand. I cast okay. mage hand. Yeah. I make it into a fist, and I kind of slide it in there. Same sort of situation. This one uh, goes white all the way, and then flashes red three times. Okay. Ima, can I borrow your um, torch? I'm going to walk back to that wall. Okay. <laughs> Smack me in the face. And see if I can see anything there at the beginning that might look like either it can fit into the hand... Because I feel like we just walked down the stairs in the hallway very quickly. Yeah. Um, make an investigation check. 
seven? No. <laughs> so I come back with the torch. I couldn't find anything there that would be worthy of an offering. Does anybody else have anything they'd like to do? Cast a ray of frost within the hand. Zing. Bang, bang, bang. Okay. Same thing. So it has to be... It appears to have to be something physical, yet imbued with much magic. Maybe if we... Uh, I think I got this. <laughs> Stand back. I kind of go to the far <laughs> side of the wall. <laughs> I scoot back. Wh- where are you at? Right in front of the statue. Okay, I'm going to go a little bit off into the left. Or like facing the, the door that is dead, that I don't know is dead. Yeah. Imo will just start to kind of rub his hands together a little bit. Okay. Sparks start to fly up. And then he will cast... Burning hands. All right. So as you release this uh, cone of fiery energy out in the direction of this thing, you know it should spray wide. But as it gets within range of the palm of the hand, the entire cone loops back in. And you see slowly as he casts this spell, that white circle lights up and then completes and flashes blue. Ooh. And the door on the right side splits into several columns and rises into the ceiling. I start clapping. Ima, you did it! Bravo, Ima. Bravo. Thank you. I have no idea how long the door will stay open. We should go. Perfect. I've got the torch now, so I guess I'm going first. (laughs) Lead the way. Uh, Lead the way. All right. So you guys pass into the next room, and what you see there is... This is a um, a twenty foot by twenty foot room. Sorry. Go. Um, do we have anything that we could put like at the base of where the door was, just in case it tries to close again? There's maybe something stopping it. You tell me if you have anything you want to put underneath where the door would close. No, I'm good, thank you. Klaus, <laughs> well, I didn't see anything loose in this room, so okay. I think that we're. Let us continue. All right, you pass through the door. You see a 20 foot by 20 foot room. And in the center is this massive runic circle carved in the ground, glowing this gentle green. And there's a, a slight hum to the air, mm. um, which you two know as um, magic that is right at the point of culmination and just needs one more thing. Okay. And this runic circle is about 10 feet in diameter okay. and there's nothing else in the room. Um, was there like a little hallway in between or is... Yeah, about a 10-foot hallway, 10-foot wide. Okay. And um, I stay. I stand at the edge of the hallway. Okay. At the, as soon as I feel that. Okay. So it feels like magic is going off? It feels like magic is about to go off. Ima, Arda, do not walk into that room. <laughs> Firebolt, just said further into the room yeah, to sure. see if it like trips a magical thing or something. That's kind of one of Like are you just shooting it straight across or shooting just it into the center of the circle or? Just through. Hits the other side. See a little bit of a scorch mark on the other side of the wall. Just nothing. No seeming effect. Um, Sorry, where are you standing in proximity? Because like hallway, room, I'm like right at the door. Yep. And the, do- the door the doorway is 10 feet wide so he can fit there with you. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm kind of asking. You're at the doorway back or at the doorway at the front of the new room? Uh, at the front of the new room. 
Then I guess I'm in the room because I was first. Okay. Nothing seems to happen. Okay. Um, I kind of just cast Ray of Frost right at the right at the circle. A little Nothing. bit of ice appears, shatters, gone. Okay. Well, I'm going to keep walking. You told me don't step in the room, but nothing is happening. I still don't walk into the room. I'm going to... Is there a door on the other side that we see, or what are we... Just the circle, and it's windowless, wallless. Uh, there is... It's There are walls. You can't have a room without walls. <laughs> Flat um, walls, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, so it's completely flat walls. Uh, you can see a stone brickwork sort of lay around the room. Uh, columns in the corners, um, but n- like like built into the wall, sort of like almost like a, a, a diffuser uh, sort of situation. Um, and uh, you, there's no not much detail. There's no like intricate scrawling like there was on the door uh, to get in here. It's a very plain room except for the... Um, except for the actual thing in the center, the circle. So there seems to be nothing else in the entire room. No, there doesn't appear to be anything else. It's really okay. just the circle. Okay. Uh, maybe we need to step into the circle. Go ahead. Are, are you going to go first? <laughs> I'm a, we'll just kind of look at the circle for a second and just be like, hmm, and then step in just a foot. Yep, as soon as your foot makes contact with that circle, Ima vanishes from in front of you. <gasps> just gone. Ima! Just sort of, like, you could see his entire body sort of turn green. Get beamed up. Sh- no, not even beamed up. Just, like, turns green, sh- gone. Okay. I kind of... I'm, I'm, I'm hanging with Ima, so I'm going to take a step. Step into the circle as well. Okay. Whole body turns green, sh- gone. You're the last one there. I kind of just still stand in the doorway, and I'm like, oh, and I just very begrudgingly start walking towards the circle, and I step into it as well. And same thing. And so what you experience is you're in this space, and then you're in a completely different space. The room is shrunk uh, by, uh, so it's now a 10 foot by 10 foot room as opposed to 20 foot by 20 foot. Mm-hmm. A near identical circle is beneath you. And there seems to be no exit from this room. Okay. Is, do I see any anybody else? Yeah, the, all three of you are there. Okay. But there appears to be no We're exit. You're all squished now? You're not squished, but it's tight. Tighter. Like, there's space for one other person. Okay. Okay. Um, can I see anything around the room? I have dark vision. Make a perception check. And That's, I've still got the torch. Yeah, so there is light. Say a seven... Not with a seven, you don't see anything in particular, okay. no. Can I, since I have a torch, start looking around the walls as well? Yeah, sure. Uh, here's what I'll say is make an investigation check or perception check your choice. Okay. 14. Okay, uh, please describe to me how you're going about looking for things and what you're looking for. I am going to start with the wall right in front of me okay. and move clockwise. I'm just looking for any seams or any thing that might indicate like I can press something to make a door yeah. open. Like hand on the wall or? Uh, yeah, hand on the wall. Okay. So as you make your way around the room, you notice as you get to one wall, 
one particular section of one of the walls. It's a different shade. And as you continue to examine it further, you no longer see the wall and you see a hallway. You two still see the wall though. Okay. Guys, we go this way and I keep walking. You see her walk through a wall. And I, I just kind of pat um, Ima on his lower back and I'm like, go ahead, Ima, follow her. Ima follows. <laughs> Phenomenal. You walk uh, in the direction of the wall and you pass through into okay. what you can see as a hallway. Okay. I pass behind them, but first I like kind of touch it with my hand, touch it with my other. As hand. you attempt to touch the wall, there doesn't feel to be a wall there. Like you can see it. It's very real. Mm-hmm. Your hand passes through what you know to be an illusion now. Okay. And I just kind of pass through it very yep. carefully. And so you three are now inside this hallway that goes down for about, looks to be somewhere in the range of 60 to 70 feet, um, maybe pushing 80. Um, it's about 15 feet wide. Uh, there is a door about 25 feet down uh, to your right, and then the hallway thins out to 10 feet, uh, about 60 feet down. So it's getting nicked. Getting narrower. narrower. So okay. it's it's not like the, the thing is th- narrowed in. It's there's a jut in the wall, and it goes straight again. Okay. Okay. So, sorry, Um, just to get a better mental picture, it goes down about 30 feet, did you say? Uh, so it goes down about 30 feet, and then there's a, an opening in the mm-hmm. wall that's about 10 feet wide. Okay. And then, the wall can, and then the wall comes back in and returns, and it's there for another 20 feet. So it's about 50 feet down, and then mm-hmm. there's another. Then there, the wall juts out about 5 feet, and then you've got 10 more feet. Uh, that continues as a hallway. Okay, okay. So basically, it's a long hallway with like a jet somewhere in the middle. Yep. Okay. I'm going to walk to the first jet with the torch. Yeah, you're looking for the opening or the part that's jutting out of the wall. The part that's jutting out. Okay. So you do you pass the you pass the opening and walk past it. So there's like an opening and then like something sticking out of the wall. Ah, uh, no, I want to look in the opening. Okay. Uh, so as you look through the opening. Um, you don't see anything in particular about this room, nothing really all that interesting. Um, but you have not entered it yet. So you just see, you're kind of looking around. This torch is only providing about five feet of light, so beyond that, it's pretty dang dark. But it, it's like opening into a room? Yeah, opening into a room. Klaus, there's a room here. You have dark vision. Can you come look a little further? You don't know that. <laughs> Do I not know that? No, I just kind of walk over there and I just stick my head in, but I don't walk into the room. Okay. Um, right real fast, can I get everybody's alignment? I'm chaotic neutral. I switched. Lawful good. Probably also chaotic neutral. I haven't really... Okay. Uh, nothing happens yet. yet. Okay. So you don't see anything? Do I see anything? Um, the room extends, and there does not appear to be much. There looks like there are a couple pieces of gold, maybe could be a sword. You're not exactly sure what it is lying in the corners. Okay. There seems to be some treasure in there. Oh, perfect. Then I walk in with the torch. Okay. As you walk in... You step onto that first tile of the room and 
you feel some sort of magic penetrate your mind and run through all of your memories and your entire moral system in a matter of a few seconds. And a small little piece of purple energy forms in front of you and hits you in the chest. And you take five points of force damage and you are blasted back out of the room. Okay. I'm kind of out of the way, so she doesn't hit me. You're just like, whew, aw. Aw. Cool. Anybody else want to do anything? I just kind of look at her and I'm like, Adra, uh, are you okay? I would not step in that room if I were you. I pick up like a pebble off the ground and I toss it into the room. Nothing appears to occur. Okay. Emo, would you like to go check out the room? Maybe retrieve the treasure for me. If you take care of Hydra, then I will go in. I shall. And I kind of walk over to her and just check if everything is okay. How many fingers do you see? And stuff like that. Three? (laughs) Two? Six? I only have like four. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, hold on. You you as a tiefling only have four fingers? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Okay. But I have long, beautiful nails. (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, uh, Ima, you said you go in the room? Yes. Okay. Uh, as you walk in, nothing appears to occur. It's perfectly fine. I'll go over to wherever the shiny thing was. All right. Uh, you go over and you... Uh, Begin just looking around for shiny things, looking at what the shiny things are. Um, you see this uh, suit of gold armor sort of piled up in this pile of coins, uh, and then this golden sword attached to it, or like sitting next to it, and then inside a skeleton. Yep. So some coins, a sword, and a skeleton? So a skeleton wearing full plate gold armor with a golden sword buried in coins, essentially. I already, like, leave Adra behind me. And I just stick my head into the room again. Ima, do you see anything in there? Is there any treasure? There's a corpse. And some gold. Can you grab the gold, Ima? I see someone regain consciousness. Huh? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Oh. What did you say, Ima? You want me to drag the corpse? Uh, you can leave the corpse. I just want the gold. But there's gold on the corpse. So lift the corpse up and move him to the side and grab the gold and bring it to me. You're so strong and wise, Ima. I rely on you for so much. Can I take the gold sword? Uh, yeah. Go ahead and make a strength check. That's a two. (laughs) Does not appear to be moving. (sighs) What's your strength score? Ten. (laughs) It's not... He's a giant thing, but he's not all that strong. He's about as strong as I am. (laughs) All my strength is in carrying myself. (laughs) Can I try again? Just kind of, you know, reposition, kind of squat a little bit, lift with the legs. Yeah, go for it. Make <laughs> another strength check. 
DC's higher. 16. As you begin to pull the sword out, this skeleton is lift, it maintains its grip on the sword, and you pick it up to standing position, and it begins to move of its own volition. Um, do I see that happening? Because I'm. I need you at to everything. roll initiative. <laughs> oh, that's better than last time. Nine. Nine. Well, you beat this thing's six. So you are first in initiative order. What would you like to do? I'm sorry, Reese. Do I see all of this happening? You see this all happening. Okay. Um, you are too far away to act at the moment. Okay. Um... But at the end of this first round of initiative, if you wish to roll initiative, we will have you do so. Okay. Uh, seeing that the skeleton is just right there. Yeah. Burning hands. Cool. At its face. What uh, What save is this? Is it Dex or Con? Should be Constitution, right? Dex thirteen. Okay. I don't think a nine is going to beat that. What kind of damage are we taking? I uh, believe it's three d six. Wow, that's powerful for a first level spell. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Is it two d six? I don't know. Let me check. For some reason, it's not showing up. Um, sorry. Wait. Read your spells, please. What's the spell? Burning hands. Is it 3d6 at first level? It is 3d6 at first level. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. So failed save takes full 3d6 damage. Six damage. Cool. <laughs> Two ones on that. Oof. All right. On its turn, it is going to creakingly lift the sword up and attempt to make an attack at you. But I'm holding it. Okay. Okay, sure, fine. We'll make this a... Uh, we'll say... It, uh, We'll do a contested strength to see if it can wrench the sword free. And then if it succeeds, it will. Do you beat a 19? I mean, yes, of course, with my two. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, great. In that case, it was going to be a 15 to hit, but because you decided to, because we made that little fun exception, I rolled again, and now it's a 19. (laughs) Does a 19 hit? Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Possibly. Uh, shield. So that adds plus five. What's your armor class? So that is now 21. Oh, wow. Okay. And it does not hit. That is three first level spells, right? Yes. You are out of spell slots? I have one more. Oh, okay. Cool. Just want to make sure. Do you have sorcerer points yet? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I I can have another spell slot as well. All right. Uh, we will now, for those of you who want to roll initiative, you can. Do either of you want to get involved with this? Um, I do from a distance. Because how okay. far am I away? Like 10 feet? You are about 20 feet away. Okay. I, if I can get involved from a distance. Yep. I'm not I mean, stepping back in that room. It's entirely up to you. Then yes. <laughs> Let's roll initiative then. Okay. 
21. Okay. 14. All right. So, new initiative order. Audra, uh, Klaus, uh, Ima, or Ima, and then this thing. Top of initiative order. Audra, you're up. I'm going to pull out my short bow. Okay. And uh, aim at the creature trying to attack my friend. Wonderful. Make an attack roll. <laughs> Ugh, that natural one. Wait, no, wait, it was wait. a seven. It was, was a seven. seven? Okay, <laughs> still a seven. Okay, so twelve. That unfortunately does not hit. As you fire, uh, it bounces right off of the gold armor. Okay, mm. Klaus, you're up. It's Ema and then the skeleton, right? Uh, yes, and then Ema, you're on deck. You can see the skeleton. So from your perspective, it's kind of like it's really close. Okay. Okay. So they're. But they're, you can see them individually, and an attack at the skeleton would not necessarily hit Ema. Okay. Because what I was thinking is maybe ma- using Mage Hand and pulling him away. Pulling. Ema away from the skeleton. But uh, Mage Hands can lift 10 pounds. That's that's what I'm. Not necessarily lifting, but more like pulling. But yeah. I, okay. I. Kinetic, you, you know? <laughs> you, you think that would probably not be enough to. Move okay. like it would. It would be a suggestion, is what it would end up being. Is like it would be like, oh, maybe someone wants me to like go. A pat on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, kind of like, hey, buddy, let's get moving. Okay. Um, can I use Ray of Frost on the skeleton? Is that an attack roll? Um, I believe so. Go ahead. Um, make a ranged attack. Yep. Do I use my is that? spell attack modifier? That is a twenty-three. Yeah, that definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, 1d8. <laughs> One. <laughs> cool. So you blast it. <laughs> nice little ray of frost goes up, sort of entwines around the neck, and then shatters. You can see you've splintered some of the neck bones. Okay. Ima, you're up. Or Ima, sorry. I'm going to keep saying Ima, I'm sorry. Um, let's see. Um, um, sorry, as a bonus action, can I give him inspiration? Yes, absolutely. Okay. What do you do to inspire? Um, I um, look at Ima and I go, Ima, my dear um, vigilant servant, defeat this enemy of ours. You get a 1d6 <laughs> inspiration. Yeah. I will, with such inspiration, shoot a fireball aiming for its neck. Go if for I it. Can. Make an attack roll. Fourteen. Wait, wait. Inspiration. Eighteen. That is exactly what you needed to yes. get damage. Go ahead and roll your damage die. So fireball D eight. D ten. It's one of the few D ten cantrips. Oops, that's a percentile dice. Hang on. Aha. One. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, you're just slowly chipping away at this neck. You see one of the neck bones just pops out the back, and then the head drops back into alignment, (laughs) just missing one neck vertebrae. We're beating this thing. (laughs) Let's go. We make a great team. (laughs) It's like, how slowly can we kill it? We are wonderful. All right. So the skeleton now lifts up the sword again and goes again to strike Ima. I'm going to go with an eight, probably not hitting. Doesn't hit. Yeah. Uh, so he goes into this attempt to strike you, and 
you're just you're made of stone and so it's so hard to do damage anyway and you just kind of like it comes right down across your chest you just kind of look down look back at it no damage <laughs> Audra you're up I'm going to pull another arrow out and attempt to use my short bow okay go ahead and make an attack roll oh that's better uh 19 that hits go ahead and roll damage nice <laughs> Are you aiming for the neck? Uh, I was going to go try and do the eyeball. Okay. So the arrow goes straight for that eye hole, pierces out the back. So the arrow is just now in the head, just remaining there. Klaus, you're up. Um, okay. What can I do? What can I do? Um, is it wearing a helmet? It is not. Okay. And it's, um, it's just like, is it a skeleton or is it an undead? It appears to be, um, we'll say make a, make an arcana check to see if you know precisely like what it is. Okay. That would be an 11. Uh, you would know that it is some form of undead. You don't know whether this is zombie or skeleton or ghoul or what. Okay. Okay. Um, it's definitely not supposed to be alive. That's the big kicker here. I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. This is a wisdom save? Um, yes. Can I you believe. read the spell description to me? Sure. Um, you unleash a string of insults laced with subtle enchantments at the creature you can see within range, 60 feet. If the target can hear you, it must succeed a wisdom saving throw or take 1d4 psychic damage. So, okay. And have this advantage on the next attack roll it makes. Yep. Uh, I've already rolled his wisdom save. What do you say to it? I look at it and I say, you undead beast, you villain from another dimension, go away and leave us alone. Leave your gold with us for I am your righteous king and I shall claim it. And as you do that, the skeleton drops to the ground and hey. falls apart. I, I kind of fix my posture and I say, that is what a king does. He conquers. There you go. Can I use my sorcery points to get another spell slot? Yeah. Okay. That's that's what sorcery points exist for. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Alright. What would you guys like to do now? Can I pick up the sword? Go for it. Six. <laughs> it's strange that somehow this thing that does not have tendons still has enough rigor mortis to hold the sword in place and prevent you from lifting it. It's also made of solid gold, it seems. So even if you could pick it up, it's not going to work too well. Because it's real heavy. I'll start, like, kicking the arm that's holding it. Just like, stop, stop. And then try again. <laughs> Go ahead and make a strength check. Three. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's not working, buddy. It's just, it's not happening. Ima, can you grab the gold and my two arrows that I lost in there, please? I'll take the arrow out of the skeleton's face and just <laughs> cool. And just hand it back with like the skull still there. <laughs> oh, thank you, Ima. I'm so kind. Um, also, did Adra, are you walking into the room? No, I'm on the edge. I'm not going back in that room. <laughs> Frick, because uh, the spell might be lifted now. <laughs> but we're not sure, and I'm definitely not walking in there. Can I 
I'm not proficient in plate armor, am I? Can I attempt to, like, pick it up at least and, like... Yeah, sure. Go ahead and make a strength check to see if you can pick up solid gold armor. Why is it solid gold? It's It, it would be a gold titanium alloy sort of situation. What'd you roll? Twelve. No. <laughs> With a strength of ten, a twelve is not going to cut it. Can I get at least, like, a glove or, like... Yeah, you finger? can... I would... <laughs> I would say you can get a singular gauntlet. It's not going to fit you, though. <laughs> I'm up. Pick up all the gold, and let's keep moving. I think someone else would be better at this task. A king does not dirty his hands with the uh, work of a servant, and I kind of just start very slowly walking further on. Okay. Okay, I'm uh, Let's go. Do you want the glove at least? Sure, thank you, Ima. You're so kind. All right, Audra, mark that you have a gold uh, gauntlet. The infinity gauntlet. (laughs) Strangely enough, there are six very specific (laughs) holes. They look kind of like the holes in the hands that you saw earlier. No, no. so as you walk further down this hallway, obviously the wall juts out and it opens up into this uh, this square space. Um, there's just a singular wall. There's the hallway behind you and then another hallway up in front of you. What would you guys like to do while you're in this space? You're in front. Uh, no, I definitely do not walk into the room. I just kind of stand and wait for you guys at the entrance. So again, could... Um, what do we see in there? So you are, so this is the point where the hallway is 10 feet wide. Mm-hmm. It opens up into a 20 foot by 20 foot room. Mm-hmm. There appears to be nothing in the room except for a 10 foot long, um, opening in the far right corner. Okay. Um, I know that this is going to be a very strange question, but do, does it feel like we're still in the same as deep underground as we were before because we were transported. Here's what I will say. Make, I'll give you a choice. You can either make a survival check, um, given your knowledge of the world around you and the way nature works, or you can make a straight intelligence check. Um, Does it matter that I would be um, knowledgeable about dungeons and underground places? Um... Not significantly. Okay. I'm going to do an intelligence check. Go for it. That would be a 21. Wow. Okay. With a 21, you know that you are the same distance underground. Um, The stonework seems to match the room you were in last. It appears you may have just been teleported to a different place within the same dungeon. Okay. Okay. Um, And obviously, I have no idea if we're still somewhere under the temple because I wouldn't. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. Yeah. I just stand at the entrance of the room. Cool. Anybody wish to do anything? I think we're going the wrong way. Um, Why do you say that? Ima, there is only one way. There were two doors at the beginning. I think we might have picked the wrong one. Yeah, but I do not want to remind you that someone severed the connection between the hand and the other wall. Someone severed the connection? How did that happen? why did you do this? It was um, not me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> uh, deception check from you. You don't need to make an insight check, but I want you to. An insight check? 
Natural 20. You did not. I'm not going to beat that. Well, what's your total? For, wait, what'd you say? But he's not deceiving me. He doesn't know that. No, no, no. This is, this is seeing if she, oh, Oh, yeah, no, never mind. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, you believe that it was his fault. You know that it wasn't your fault. Klaus, what did you do? I did not do anything. It was Ima that's, that mended the hole and then severed the connection. I'm sorry, but you cannot blame Ima here. He is a good stone giant who always looks out for us. He stepped in that room. He pr- protected us from that little skeleton thing. Halfway through what you were saying, I already stopped listening to you and kind of... Um, <laughs> turned my head back towards the room and I'm just kind of checking it out. I just need a bit more of a visual of the room. Yeah, okay. So... So, hallway, like the wide hallway. Yep. This, for lack of a better term, is the doorway into, like, where the skeleton was. Let me see. Your hand's blocking everything. Yes. Doorway skeleton. Then it juts out like that yep. and becomes a thinner hallway. Yep. Mm. And yep. then and that hallway opens up into a square room. This hallway into a square room. Yep. Like this. And, and that's then what at, at what you're looking at your your far bottom left corner there's a 10 foot uh, opening in the wall. Right here. Yep. Opening. Okay. Yes. Can I go back alongside that wall that jetted out and just kind of touch it and see if there's anything there? Yeah. Uh, investigation check. Sure. That would be a 20. Does not appear to be anything. Okay. Is there anything in the room, or is it just an empty square room? You see the opening, um, same simple stonework that you've been encountering this whole time. No particular markings or anything. Is the hole, like, a large hole? Like, one It's so it, or like It is not like there's not supposed to be a hole here. It looks like a very intentional, this room juts off in another direction. Ima will start walking in the clear direction of where we need to go. <laughs> and Adra will follow. I will, since I kind of walked back, I will notice a little later and I will start kind of jogging behind them. Okay. So as you guys pass through uh, that 10-foot opening, there is a 5-foot uh, sort of just barrier and then the room opens up into another 20-foot by 20-foot room. And... I'm assuming, as seems to have been your strategy this whole time, nobody sets foot in the room yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely don't. Well, uh, Ima's leading the charge. Yeah, so. Ima, did you? Ima walks through. Okay. As you step foot in the room. Oh, no. Beneath your foot, uh, you see this gentle light coming up of some sort of rune in Draconic. And the light begins to pulse. And it pulses outward, and you see runes across the entirety of the ground in this room. And they go up onto the walls and onto the ceiling until the entire room is glowing. And these various different lights cascade down into the center where you see this image begin to form. Of a man who looks quite like the statue that you saw in the first room. Older, bearded. And in dark red robes, white beard, uh, balding on top with like a little horseshoe that's grown out like to a foot long, you know, like your classic really weird old mage sort of situation. Um, Weird girl living in a forest. And he, and this uh, image looks down at you 
in your general direction. Does not appear to be looking directly at you, but just in that vicinity. And says, Hello. My name is Kazarash. Welcome to my lair. And that's where we're going to finish our session. (laughs) No. That's good. He's a human? Wasn't that... Okay. This is... Wasn't that the same guy who, like, showed up years before Klaus? No, that's another guy. Uh, So, Kazarash is the same name that the dragon used. Oh. Yep. That's why it's familiar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This would be very confusing. So, that's where we're going to end our session tonight. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you next time on Moody and D. See ya. Peace. Thank you all for tuning in and joining us this week. Moody and D streams live on XN Radio every Saturday at 2 p.m. CST. And the podcast can be found on both Apple and Spotify starting the following Monday at 10 a.m. CST. If you missed part of our live episode or just want to listen to the episode again, we'd love to see you over there. You can also find us on Instagram at Moody underscore N underscore D. Again, that's the at symbol Moody underscore the lettered N underscore D. And then the letter D. That's all for this week, friends. We love you, and we'll see you in a bit. Bye-bye.